think the NOLA business page or something. You do a lot of networking events, huh? So I do my own. I have one on Friday morning uh, just because I've tried to get into like the B&Is and the other kind of networking Because you're a badass. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. I'm always filled. The financial planner spot is always filled. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do my own and, and, and see how we can get this thing off the ground. No, that's perfect, man. I love it. I got to come to one of those things because I think um, – I think I've gotten some invites from you and, and me being, I guess, a dick. I said I'd come and then I didn't come. So I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. If you saw that, yeah, I apologize. I totally, I was like, oh, I just, I said I'd attend and then I didn't, I didn't show up. So yeah. That's all good. 7am is sometimes too, a little early for people. Yeah, and what the hell, Jonathan? It's all, it's all good. It's okay. No, I, I need to get up earlier. That's the answer to that. I should, I should be at it like you are. So instead of, uh, instead of sleeping in as much as I do. So that's my, that's my problem right there. But no, t- tell me about, uh, tell me about yourself. Are you working out at all? Do you do anything in fitness? So, uh, kind of a, a weird, uh, roller coaster of a journey, which oh, I know me, it please. is for a lot of people. Don't tell uh, me. As far as, so, I was a high school athlete, uh, you know, I was an all-star baseball player. Wow. I was a cross-country and a, and a track runner. Uh, so long-distance endurance baseball, you know, uh, running and then playing the baseball. Uh, was really fit, you know, graduated high school at probably 180, 185, something like that. You know, and then uh, graduated high school, moved directly to uh, three months later to New Orleans. Yeah. And, uh he quickly fell in love with the food uh, of the city. Of course. And uh, you know, that, that freshman 15 that, that everybody talks about in New Orleans. That uh, hit you hard. Just the starter. Yeah. It's just the starter number yeah. if you're moving to New Orleans from you know, <laughs> north of central Florida, where, yeah, where I'm from. Uh, so so true. flavor and, 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 and stuff. Uh, you know, yeah. I loved it. And I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, got into the working world gained a bunch of weight sure uh, my my ex-wife and i then it, after our second child yeah uh, kind of went on a, a huge fitness journey she lost 150 pounds oh, uh, awesome just, yeah just by running and, and eating right well good for uh, her. i lost 80 pounds i yeah i got back to my my high school running you know my, my track running weight uh which was amazing yeah uh, and, and awesome uh, loved it Got pretty competitive as far as uh, my age group in, in 5Ks, 10Ks. I started doing triathlons, which I, I loved, uh, and then uh, developed some arthritis in my feet, and that was a huge. I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. And so it's a uh, it's been uh, quite a journey since then. I, I've gained some weight back and have you know tried to find other ways to sure. be active. Uh, Can where you? I'm, can, I'm not painful. Yeah. Can you tell me what you did with, with the initial 80-pound weight loss? What was your first step that you took to start on that journey? Uh, you know, it was it was just learning to eat differently. Mm. Uh, I had spent, like I said, probably six, eight years in New Orleans just loving the food and, and yeah. uh, enjoying it as much as I could. And uh, just finally came to the point where I'm like, it's not that, that bite of a hamburger or 
you know, that uh, whatever it was on the plate isn't worth not feeling good. You know, waking up in, in the morning, feeling sluggish, getting through the day, just kind of feeling like you're dragging an anchor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, just got to the point where when I finally started getting back into the, the running again and, and, and working out, where I'm like, I take, you know, I, I eat that candy bar and it's, you know, that's another two miles I got to run. You know, that's another mm-hmm. 45 minutes of workout I got to do just to burn off that candy bar. And wow. just finally just decided that it's not worth that. No. That no. energy to, to have that little bit of reward. Uh, and that was a huge mind shift, uh, mind shift you know, as far as uh, just going from, I'll take everything that you can give me. I'll eat everything off the plate. And, and being a dad, you know, the, the joke is that, you know, trash compactor. I yeah. uh, I don't like food going on. I, I grew up in a family that didn't have a whole lot and didn't have food to waste. And so when I see food being wasted, it it, it, it bothers me. Yeah. And so my girls, you know, like, here, dad, here's a few chicken nuggets. Or here, you know, eat the rest of my fries. Or, you know, have my, my other half of a hamburger. And I'm like, Yep, gonna do it because yeah. I'm not gonna see that go down there. Yeah, down because the yeah, you're down, a you're gonna, yeah, it's 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 just what you do, yeah, I yeah. guess. And I'd be I'd be in the same boat, man. Whenever whenever I have kids, I'll I'll be doing the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, I get that, but yeah. that's that's amazing that you went through that mental process because I applaud anybody who can make that pact with themselves and and push themselves to not have the extra little things that potentially make their day easier that could have a better that could have a benefit if you get rid of them you know so the fact that you did that is incredible man that's a mental fortitude right there it it really was it was yeah. a it was a big battle and, yeah. it, and it still is every you know every day especially yeah. living in, in, in oh in, freaking louisiana i know uh, yeah, I know. Louisiana in general. I know, man. I, I just I thought about that the other day. Yeah, I was like, you know, it's it doesn't help that you go to every restaurant and they have a great gumbo or a great jambalaya. It just right. doesn't help, you know. So yeah, because you know, or that everything is dipped in batter and fried, or yeah, you know, that too. <laughs> I, I, I had lunch with a client today. Yeah, and, and we went in, and I'm like. Uh, a restaurant I hadn't been into in probably two years. Uh, not because it was bad or anything, just because I just hadn't been there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, man, this place has the best fried pickles. And I'm like, nope. You're cannot like, get the shit, fries. shit, shit. Man, these have the greatest, the best fried pickles. And I'm like, and they're going to stay here and they're not going to be ordered on my plate today. Were you uh, at, um, yeah. God, I'm trying to think. I, I, right when you said fried pickles, a place popped into my head and now I forgot it. Where, what was the name of the restaurant? So, so the restaurant I went to today was Rusty Pelican. On, yes. On Steph, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I got you, man. Yeah. Rusty Pelican's got yeah, some yeah. good fried pickles. Yeah, they definitely do. That's like they the do. big thing. They do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, dude, I understand. But you know, it's funny. I would, I would challenge anybody coming from like a healthier state, quote unquote, healthier state to here. I would challenge them to not get caught up in the food and, and try to fight back against that. Like, you know, cause they're probably healthy people over where they're from. But if they come here, I'd be like, look, 
you know, you might be healthy, but once you start eating this food, you're probably going to have a bit of a journey ahead of you to like break that habit, you know? So, yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. It, yeah. It, 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 it was, like I said, I came from Northeast Ohio Yeah, and nothing against people in Northeast Ohio, but, uh, they're not known for their flavor. You know, exactly. And then coming from, yeah, moved to central Florida, which is retirement capital of the United States, sure. uh, which they're not allowed to have flavor. And so, uh, moving here, I'm like, Oh, everything tastes, Everything's everything buttery. tastes great. Yeah. So, but yeah, let me let me just eat more of it because it yeah. tastes so good. It's uh, true. But I, I quickly learned the consequences of that. I just interviewed somebody from Ohio right before you, so yeah, okay, sure. yeah, it's funny. I think I, what's the besides just the food culture? Is there any other differences you know between Ohio and here that you kind of recognized when you brought yourself over here? Yeah, just the pace of life is 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 different yeah um yeah it's a little bit slower and, sure. and things center more around the table and the, the gathering of family people. atmosphere I mean, yeah our whole our whole thing is everybody in the in louisiana craves what every year a crawfish boil yeah sitting down with friends eating at a crawfish boil mm. uh you know all that stuff is great and wonderful uh and it's amazing to partake in that stuff but yeah Ultimately, it's not necessarily the best for us and best for our health. Uh, and so, uh, you know, places like Ohio or Florida, the culture is just not around that. Yeah. Uh, you ate because that's what you had to do every day. You know, you, in the winter, you ate because you were, you know, it's cold and you got to you gotta have energy to survive the cold. Uh, but it wasn't a, a part of the lifestyle. It was just something you had to, you know, part of your day. I like, uh, I like hearing so that, 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 though. Yeah, like just the differences in the in the food culture and everything, because it it really, it, it's I mean it's like what you said. You come here, and that's that's kind of what is expected from you when you come here. You're expected to integrate with the family. You're expected to do these crawfish boils or potlucks mm-hmm. or what have you, and that is exactly what could potentially sink your fitness. Is all of these family hospitable events that are just part of being in Louisiana and yeah people from California move here and that's the first thing they recognize is that that's just something you do you know it's funny yeah yeah no that's yeah. that's amazing and, you know when I when I moved here I, I married a girl that that came from a, an old Italian family <laughs> and I swear my, my former mother-in-law said to me more have you eaten then she said yeah hello how are you yeah. Like, yeah, that, it, her greeting was, have you hey, <laughs> here's something to eat, right? Yeah. Yeah, have, you, uh, have you gotten enough? Have you, and nothing against her, because that's just the way she's hospitable, uh, and I love her to death. But, yeah. uh, again, yeah. it's, it's just that, that part of life. You know, that, that was never a phrase that came out of anybody in my family's mouth. Yeah, I dated, uh, I dated a girl, same thing, man. Say, yeah, like, I dated a girl with a, she came from an Italian family, and that was the thing. It's, like, wildly hospitable beautiful wonderful amazing family and the, but that was yep. it like when you were at their house it was almost like you were expected to not work like you were expected to yeah to eat all of this incredible food they made for you and it's so funny it's it's just yeah i i feel what you feel so yeah that's yeah, cool yep. and and where do you work out right now like what gym are you at 
So uh, right now, my my wife and I uh, we're we're members at um, at uh, Anytime Fitness. Nice. Um, but uh, right now, just my wife and I we're we're really trying to focus on uh, this year. Uh, you know, changing jobs and, and getting into a new sure. uh, new career. Uh, one of the things that that Iron Horse, where I work now, is mm-hmm. is really big on is is goal setting. Uh, and so one of my big goals this year is to spend a lot more time with my family, mm-hmm. uh, my children, my two daughters, and, and yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, my wife. And so we're really working on working, you know, spending time and being active together. Sure. Uh, not necessarily the two of us going to the gym uh, for an hour or two, but doing things that are bringing us all together so we can spend time together. So yeah. we're doing a lot of walks around the neighborhood. Uh, you know, we went and bought uh, yoga mats and some, some exercise bands, uh, to do some resistance stuff at home Yeah, uh, and do some yoga at home. Bro. I love that, man. I love Again, this. I, I, yeah. I love this, this, uh, focus on variety though, that you're sitting there and you're just implementing good habits and everybody I talk yeah. to says that it's, it's, it's forgotten though, with what we got going on today with like Instagram celebrities and people who have cookie cutter plans, the idea of just building healthy habits with your family and starting there with a fitness journey is not, so, it's old school now. It's like the thing you just don't yeah. do. So I don't know. It's funny. It's a completely yeah, so different approach. Interesting you said that. Cause, uh, right now, it, we're, we're reading uh, at Iron Horse, we're reading a book called The Power of Habits, okay. uh, which is a great book. Uh, and, and the chapters that we're looking at now are how to interrupt that cue routine reward cycle, how to change that mindset so that it's not, it's not just something we do every day, Yeah. you know, or how to get to that point, you know, how to interrupt the bad habits. Uh, and so something that I've been focusing on and, and kind of subvertly with my wife doing this is uh, it, that reward is getting to spend time with my family. Uh, so the routine of, you know, putting on the exercise shoes, you know, getting into the exercise clothes, uh, getting the bands out. That's the routine. The, the, the reward is getting to spend time with my family. And so mm. I've changed that, that my, uh, I've, it's helped to change that mindset to where it's not, Oh, I'm going to work out or, Oh, I have to go. Yeah. I'm going to go walk two miles or I'm going to, you know, spend 45 minutes on the treadmill or whatever it is. It's, Oh, I get to spend time with my kids. Now I get to spend time with my wife. While we're doing these other things, uh, that that has really helped to to change that that whole thought around exercising because sometimes it can be just boring, you know. You know, mm-hmm. uh, going to the gym is not always the funnest thing in the world. Uh, yeah, but being able to go out and you know take the dogs for a walk or uh, laugh at my kids when they can't you know can't get the the tree pose right is yeah is. Uh, is a, is a way different experience than it's a gift. You know, the, the study. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's cool too, I think, um, talking to people, you said it differently. You took a different perspective at the idea of finding your purpose because absolutely everybody I talk to talks about the soul aspect of working out or, you know, finding that thing that drives you through hard moments in your fitness journey. But you talked about it from the perspective of looking at your family as the reward as opposed to they are the motivation, but 
you're at the end of the day, you want to just be with them. And that's why you're you're doing fitness. So it's cool. You approach it from a goal perspective, which I've never heard before. And it's, it's, it's simple, but it, it, I think it's better to look at it that way because so many people can just, Oh, I'm doing it for this person or I'm doing it for this. No, you're, you want to reward yourself at the end of the day with your family. That's cool. Like that's, yeah. that's good. That's different, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, so um, both of my grandparents died uh, in August. Huh. Uh, they, they passed away around the same time uh, from COVID. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Uh, just reflecting on, on their, uh, the legacy that they left yeah. to their children and to, to me as their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren. Mm-hmm. That's that's really where that whole mindset came from. Is what am I doing to make a difference in my girls' lives? So I have a 14 and a 10 year old. Uh, wow. You know, just they're they're both in the the midst of figuring out who they are. Yeah. Uh, and and understanding that that you know obviously going through changes and, and going through uh, you know that that redevelopment of their bodies kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I want them to have that positive outlook. They know that. I care about them, that their mom cares about them, that my, you know, that my yeah. wife now cares about them. Uh, but doing everything I can to yeah. help them develop that positive body uh, image and that positive image of themselves. And so that's really where that came from is what can I do to wow. make this a part of our lives uh, so that it's, it's not a, you know, that, that PE mentality of, Oh, we gotta, we gotta go run now. Yeah. It's, you know, we're spending time together. We're having fun. And, and, you know, that's that amazing, man. In more ways than one is developing that, that yeah. positivity. Yeah. Cause that's the, uh, that's the key too with parents trying to get into fitness. Um, how to instill that into your kids. And you've got kids who are kind of at that age where, you know, they're, they're maybe getting into more competitive sports. Uh, they, they've, they've got other things going on. They're growing up. So I think, you're right. It's probably in your mind, it's way more important because you're like, Oh man, I got some kids. I got a 14 year old, you know? So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you're probably very focused on that and focused on giving her the understanding that fitness is good. And you know, it's not, it's, it's not going to be yeah. a bad thing in the long run. So. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, like I said, that, that whole, uh, yeah, I want them to know that I care about them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want them to know that, if something were to happen to me that I definitely cared about who they were. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, that they carried that with them. Of course. Well beyond my time and well beyond the time of their mom. And, and yeah, uh, you know, obviously that down with their children. So having that, that positive relationship with, with exercise and with food and with, uh, just their own thoughts and, and yeah. feelings. Really, really what do you, um, What's your thought on like on on you know the food aspect? Cuz I've talked to some parents, but what do you guys do as far as food goes like specifically? Are you kind of do you do you make them a lot of I steak every meal is <laughs> or yeah. so, uh I I am blessed and cursed uh-huh. uh in that aspect my, my oldest daughter is uh currently in She's really getting into cooking and nice. learning those, those skills. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, it, it's awesome because, you know, 
That's one less thing I got to do. During I was the about day to say, yeah, just make her cook for you. Yeah, I'd be like, right? all right, honey, uh, <laughs> dinner's but on your the job. Opposite side of that, yeah, yeah, right. And so, but on the opposite side of that, she's like, "Ooh, I found this recipe for, you know, whatever it is," and it's like, "Oh man, you still got to pay put for in it, a whole though." There are times you're like, "Oh, you found a new recipe, and you're excited about this new recipe. Perfect. We'll we'll make you know." banana pancakes and we'll make uh you know you know the lasagna or whatever it is that you you you've researched and think would be cool and has a new technique or whatever you want to explore has she ever Uh, um, has she ever come up to you with like a a recipe for like bacon wrapped filet mignon and you're like hey dad i need four (laughs) filet mignons and you're like okay (laughs) (laughs) she uh she she's been really good about it okay uh, she's experimented a lot with breakfast stuff. Nice. So like I said, banana pancakes. She is a pancake uh, aficionado at this point. Like mm-hmm. she's made almost every kind of pancake that you can imagine, oh, uh, cool. which she does a great job at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she does some more the the uh, the dinner stuff. Yeah, but hasn't gotten the filet mignon. She's not a steak person, so she's more into the chicken, the fish, uh, yeah. which is great. Uh, yeah, you know, a little That's bit good. healthier, a little bit uh, leaner on the calories that sure. way. But, uh, sure. Uh, so it's it's been really it's been really nice to help develop that. Hey, we can enjoy some of these richer meals. Yeah. Uh, but you know, at the same time, let's let's get the one of our favorite things to cook is uh, grilled chicken and, and steamed vegetables. And I'm like, oh man, what parent wouldn't love a kid that's like, Did, yeah, bring me the bro- the broccoli. Yeah, the definition uh, of health. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's been it's been good to see that she, she's keeping it balanced. Uh, sure, to know man. That, you know, the good stuff is good to have on occasion, but we we got to to balance that out with yeah uh, stuff that's gonna fuel our bodies in a better way. Are you um what what's your current like workout program when you go to any time? Are you kind of a heavy lifter, or do you uh, tend more towards the cardio? So right now it's cardio. My my okay. wife and I are are, are both more cardio focused at this point sure uh we do yeah we'll 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 do probably 45 minutes to an hour of cardio uh walking you know cycling stair step or whatever we decide to do for the day sure uh and then we'll do some light light uh lifting uh she has some some knee problems and so we're trying to stay away from any kind of heavy yeah um lifting to to keep away from re-injuring or her hurting herself you know again so yeah uh right now we're, yeah. we're mostly focused once until we build that strength up she hasn't been uh actively part of that that lifting for a long while but uh until we build that strength up we're keeping more on the cardio side of, of things than the, than the weightlifting. that light lifting is the way to go though i mean it's it's a great thing yeah, to yeah. pair with cardio like i would suggest light lifting for anybody even even if you've been in the gym for a long time it it's most likely that some muscle head hasn't spent time lifting a light weight for 20 reps or so. So I suggest it for anybody. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of that it's, it's a tool that people don't think to use when they go to the gym and they want to keep building muscle or burning fat. So yeah, no, that's awesome. What's your favorite exercise? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I just have a, a love for running. 
Sure. Uh, it, it, it's difficult for me to do at this point. Uh, I am getting more into the cycling part. It is a process. Yeah. Because uh, there, there are some pain points. Uh, if course. you're a cycler, you, you understand that. Uh, especially getting into the cycling. Uh, and so uh, seats typically on, on, cycling, on cycles are small. Sure. And uh, <laughs> put a lot of pressure. So I'm getting more to that because of the, the just the pain and running right now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm building that love. That and I can go way farther, it's, obviously. Right, uh, it's so the freaking seats, man. It's like, it's like when will bike producers just make a seat that doesn't hurt? I mean – Right. So. Yeah, that that's the part that, that probably has deterred me for even when I was doing triathlons was like <laughs> that was the part of training that I hated the most. Like screw bikes. Down yeah. On a, right, yeah. sitting down on a bike, like, oh great, I get to sit on this one spot for twenty miles. Like this this sounds awesome. When did you no, do triathlons? <laughs> so I did uh yeah, I've done a couple in uh Orange Beach. Wow. Uh, my my ex wife trained and did a did an Ironman and so we trained a little bit together. Jeez, man, You're uh, amazing. There was no keeping up with her, but uh, you know I tried to to hold my own and I just yeah, you know, was never gonna happen. She was way more athletic than me, but bro, uh, you don't give yourself enough credit, dude. I've never done a triathlon. I mean, God, that's that's serious. Like even doing a triathlon, it's to me it seems like the absolute highest level of difficulty you could ever do. Uh, when it comes to maybe like an obstacle course race or any kind of race, because I don't know, it's just pure endurance. It's like, like there's nothing to it. It's just endurance. Just, uh, it's crazy to me, man. Like beyond a Spartan race or whatever, a freaking triathlon sounds like a pain in every sense of the word. So, it, you know, and <laughs> it, it is in certain aspects. Yeah. Um, all it, aspects. It, it, <laughs> no, so I understand. You know, uh, they they say childbirth is one of those experiences that you forget <laughs> until you remember. Uh, triathlons are kind of the same way. Like, like forget how much it sucks until you remember how much it sucks. Yeah, and you then should. By then it's too pop, late. Pop your so head you just, into like a random birth and just <laughs> sort of sort of say, "Hey, at least you're not in a triathlon." I feel like that would go over well. Just try that. <laughs> see what happens. So. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. I, I I applaud you. Triathlons aren't uh, they aren't easy. And can you rhyme, remind me, like, what are the lengths in a triathlon? What's the distances you got to travel? Because it's what swimming. It, it running, all biking. depends on, on what you do. So okay. I did more uh, what they call sprint triathlons, and so uh, distances anywhere from three hundred meters uh, in the water up to you know eight hundred. Just, meters just when I thought a triathlon couldn't sound any worse, you said sprint triathlon. Yeah, so like go fast at these three different, you know, these three different disciplines Jesus that Christ. Uh, shouldn't necessarily go together. Uh, so, and then uh, biking anywhere from you know ten miles, fifteen, twenty miles. It just they all vary depending on uh, what triathlon you're you're signing up. This for. is a sprint triathlon. Then, yeah, sprint. They they have varying distances. Man. Uh, and then you know, three, four, ten miles, whatever, as far as running. God, so my dude. You get into half Ironman, and it's I think it's one point two uh, for the swim. Uh, yeah, the swimming, the swimming scares me to death. Yeah, I, I, 
Man, just that swimming portion. I feel like that would be the most, the biggest mental barrier because you're in water. You get tired, you're screwed, you know? Yeah. 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 And I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, a swimmer by, by any means. I'm not a fish. Uh, And so that was, uh, as much as I hated sitting on a, on a bike seat, yeah. The, just the fear generation to get into the water was, was probably... Yeah, uh, it's it's a fear aspect. It's, it's yeah. a lot of fear. Yeah, right? getting into pool was different. Like, you can see the line on the bottom. You know that you can touch the, touch the, the bottom if you need to. But you, when you're swimming out into the Gulf of Mexico, 300 meters, um, yeah. you ain't touching the bottom. Nope. Uh, there's lots of things that can be under you, and, and you would never know it because you can't see in the water. Uh, <laughs> just got <laughs> sharks going around you. and Be like, just keep swimming. Yeah. Just keep going. You know, the, the week before uh, my wife did the, the Florida uh, Ironman, there was a shark attack on the same beach. <laughs> and we're great. like, great, this is awesome. Great. Like, this is perfect. <laughs> Man, oh, my God. That, that is, jeez, that would, even if I had signed up for the triathlon at that point, you hear about that shark attack, you'd be like, uh, I need a refund. I need a refund right now. Yeah. Give me my money back. Like, I'm not doing this damn thing. Man, that's that's incredible, dude. I, I I'm, I'm amazed by anybody who trains for triathlons and it's such a mental game too. Like when you run them, oh, when you run them, do you have to fuel a certain way? I'm sure. Cause I know the little bit I know about triathlons is that you do have to have like gel packs or, you know, yeah. some consistent source of carbs. Yeah. So the great, the, the, the great part about having three different disciplines is you get into the train, you, you get the, at least those two breaks, you know, between the swim and the, the bike and then the bike and the run, you get those breaks where you go into the transition area and you can have different fuel in there, you know, water, Gatorade, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, gels or whatever, you pool during those things. And then, you know, other than that, you're, uh, you're on your own when you're out on the course. So out on an Ironman for 100, you know, 112 miles, uh, you're either carrying it with you or you don't get it. Uh, you know, they, they have some stations where you can stop and, and get Gatorade or, or whatever, but most most of the time they're telling you to bring your own stuff. Yeah. Uh, just because it's such a long course. Uh, some of the shorter ones, you know, the, the, a couple of the shorter sprint ones that I've done, I mean, it was it was two hours of, of stuff between the, the bike, the run, and the swim, you know, le- or less than that. And so if you train and you don't necessarily need the, the fuel for that. Yeah. Uh, but, you, you know, it's all about fueling your body beforehand and, and then the recovery afterwards to make sure you don't, uh, you, you don't kill yourself afterwards. I feel like if, I feel like somebody wouldn't show up, like if somebody didn't do their job right and didn't show up for refueling, you just have a race where everybody's just like dropping like flies. It's like, oh man, Carl didn't show up to uh, refuel the, um, the runners. So we're kind of, we're we're uh we're not doing so well right now. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's that's so what I think um, about. <laughs> yeah, it, like I said, the some of the the, the longer ones, the Ironmans, the half Ironmans, even the the you know the longer distance, yeah, uh, 10k half half marathon, they'll have fuel stations out there, but generally that's just going to be Gatorade, and it's you know a little bit of hydration and you know the little bit of calories you get from a Gatorade or whatever. Uh, if you if you need or want other calories, you know you, you got to carry gel packs, um, 
bonk bars, you know, whatever uh, stingers on you to, to be able to, to fuel yourself during those yeah those longer distances. Yeah, no, that's so true. Well, dude, that's that's incredible, man. Your your life story is amazing, and I love that you 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 had such a dramatic weight loss experience. Like that's you know that's information that people need right there because they don't even know where to start most of the time. A lot of us, you know, we know we want to lose weight. We know we want to become better and become healthier. But for the most part, it's just not knowing where to begin. Like if there's some special magic pill yeah. that, that works for our body, you know, but it's not, it's doing what you did. It's, it's just simply. It's yeah. Yeah. It, so. it, it's, you know, and, and you know, this health, healthy lifestyle is uh, the eating part of, of, of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. The seventy to eighty percent of of the entire journey. Exactly. You know, people aren't getting thin in the gym. They're getting toned. They're getting sculpted in the gym, but they're not necessarily losing you know, hundreds of pounds in the gym. It's yeah. Changing the way you eat. It's it's developing better habits uh, to to shed those calories, those unwanted pounds, because yeah. you know, tricking your body as far as metabolism or. Um, you know, again, just eating better calories, better, you know, regulation of the intake uh, to, to change your body. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there you go. That's that's you summed it up. And that's exactly what people need. And what's cool is that personal trainers, and I think this is a pitfall for a lot of beginning personal trainers, um, and and I went through this too, you know, you gotta, you gotta spend some time screwing up and, and learning what you're not telling people. And it's, it's the thought that, you know, outside looking in, if you're a personal trainer, that you can change them or you can make them have a significant change in a certain amount of time. When in, when in fact it simply comes from your desire or your own will and a more sustainable approach to fitness, as opposed to, something a trainer says that, Oh, I'm going to, you're going to get buff in 30 days, you know? So it's, it entirely comes from patience and compounding small changes over time with the understanding that it's not just going to be uh, a quick journey. You're not just going to lose weight in the span of a few weeks. It's going to be an ongoing process an ongoing change that you have to keep making day in and day out with yourself. So yeah, yeah, and and ironically, those same lessons I learned in the the you know that that small incremental change type mentality is the same thing that I'm doing now in, in financial services. It's helping people make those small, small incremental bit by bit. You know, how do you eat an elephant? It's just one bite at a time, kind of yeah. thing. Changing the habit to to get you on a better track. And so it, they they really kind of go hand in hand. Unfortunately, you know, not unfortunately, but. Uh, just like everything else. Yeah. It's about yeah. Uh, making those small changes to, to better whatever it is we're trying to better. Bro, I love that, man. And that's 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 something I will preach until the day I die. That is sustainable fitness. And, man, bro, you should just train people, dude. You should think about doing some personal training. So. Well, you know, like I said, I, yeah, I, I am not where I want to be yeah. uh, as far as uh, as far as my body. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, we're all on a journey to, to get to a different place. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'll ever be happy with where I am, but, uh, and nobody is that that's kind of the, you know, especially with, I guess 
from the perspective of like self-esteem in men, you know, I think we see like we, we struggle with that as much as women do, you know, as far as like not seeing the best version of ourselves and always wanting to improve. Yeah. And so, yeah. So and sometimes I think it's worse in all honesty. I don't mean to I don't mean to say anything bad, but I do. Sometimes I just like I don't know. I know how skinny kids feel when they look in the mirror, skinny dudes and you know, they wish they could be bigger and that that vision never changes. You could be the buffest dude in the world, you'll still look in the mirror and see the fourteen year old version of yourself that was always skinny. Yep. You know? So and, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and they we reading that, that again going back to that book that we're reading the power of habit uh it talks a lot about that is yeah. you continue to see even when that pattern's not there when that uh vision isn't there you're still seeing that old pattern that old yeah uh, routine yeah you know, that, and even those points in your head where you're like man you know like you said going back to that 14 year old version of yourself yes that you we're unhappy with uh which now as an adult you know that everybody was unhappy with their bodies at 14 because yeah. everybody's body's changing at 14 you're so uh, right but you still you're still in that cycle of your mind being like man i don't like this i don't like this i don't like this yeah uh, and it's it is a, it is a beast to try and bust out of that that routine it is because uh, people people can much. yeah people can sit there and 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 you know compliment you and you could be receiving so many compliments about your weight loss or your muscle gain or whatever and and it's still not enough. You'll still look in the mirror and like what you said. It's just I don't know. So that mental barrier that you put up, you know, it's it's tough to break yeah. through. It's tough to get past. So, you know, in a big way. So, hey, well, thank you, man, so much for for joining me. This uh, truly a pleasure, honestly. I, I freaking loved your story, man. It's so inspiring. It really is. So. It's, it's uh, I appreciate I appreciate the time for sure. No, it's it's that's what people need, and that's what I try to get from these interviews is I try to level the playing field. So, you know, it's not about interviewing fitness professionals. I do that, but I interview people who've been through their own shit, their own journey, and that information yeah. is yeah is just as good and just as usable as anything a personal trainer could ever provide. In fact, it usually works better. So yeah, that's, that's why I'm here. And, and so hopefully, you know, this podcast can help people find a, a common love of fitness outside of anything that doesn't really work, you know? So yeah, it's pretty great. Becoming your own personal trainer. So thank you, man. This is, this was an honor. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and look, we'll do this again at some point. I'll give, I'll let you know when the podcast episode comes out, I'll shoot you a text. And, um, if you could, if you could send me, uh, this is my cell phone. So text me a pic that you like of yourself. Uh, so I could put on a thumbnail cause I usually have a thumbnail attached to the podcast episode. Um, so just, yeah, just send me a picture of yourself that you like and, and I'll include it in the, in the podcast whenever it gets posted. So. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, man. And then also too, send me some, uh, send me some shout outs. Send me some, if you, if you have a company you want me to shout out or find a way to get you some business with whatever you're doing, I, that's, I'd love to help. So just let me know. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, just like, like you and, and, and working with, with people and, and, uh, I do the same thing. I help them change their lives, but in the financial world. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, for a lot of people, the same thing with, with weight loss. It seems to be it's this, if there's a negative connotation and there's a scary thing about it uh, that people don't like to talk about. They don't want to talk about their way. 
much they gain, how much they want to lose. They, it's not necessarily a comfortable thing. I agree. Same thing with finances. Uh, I try and take that, just like you're doing with this podcast. Yeah. Uh, take that uh, that fear out of it. Okay. Because uh, it's a no judgment zone. Like we're all on a journey. We're all none of us are perfect. Uh, yeah, and, and just help them again take that one little step to make a difference to make this year better than last year, and then next year we'll take another one to make it better. What uh, um, help them. What's your what What's your company? What's your finance company? So I work with uh, Iron Horse Financial. Iron uh, we're Horse based Financial. in Baton Rouge. Okay. Uh, yeah, based in Baton Rouge. Uh, actually founded uh, by one of the 1958 uh, LSU uh, football players that won the really? national championship that year. Uh, so yeah, so uh, homegrown. You know, we're the private. Uh, we're the largest private financial firm in Baton Rouge. No. And. Uh, that's yeah. So, uh, yeah. Again, just working with individuals, just trying to take that fear and that that stimulation out of the, the process.